Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Well, welcome back to Spouse Tales. I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signo. And what we know is you cannot make this stuff up. You cannot. And uh, we're going to do something we've never done before. We are actually recording this after five o'clock after a crazy week. So we're going to lift a glass and say cheers to you, those of you that are watching. And uh, we are having girly bourbon. There is such a thing. Peach whiskey, girly bourbon. Um, But we're excited to talk today. We we really have kind of been out of the loop, Kathy. I mean, it's it's been a while. It has been a while. It, it seems like, you know, just when you think you get your feet under you, something happens and you, you're on your back again. So it's it's been, um, I think this time we have to learn how to pivot and how to be flexible and adaptable more than we ever have. Yeah. Well, um, the story that's coming out in Do, you know, the story that I did, it's my story is um, are your boots made for walking? And we marked it out and said pivoting. And so I have this whole series on what pivot means. And it's a really cool, um, you know, P is about being purposeful. I mean, it's really cool. If you'd like that, if you'll email me, it's Joanne at Joanne Majors, one N, J-O-A-N, JoanneMajors.com. I'll send it to you. But it's really what we, I believe what we've had to, to, to learn to do. So much has changed. This is an example. I'm sitting in my office at home. You know, I've had an office in my home for years, but the internet stunk, right? So I would record and I've had that great little loft office. I called it my bird nest. Mm-hmm. You and I spent a lot of time there. It is amazing. Well, post COVID, you know, you got to look at how simple you can live. And when my husband said, you know, Joanne, you're spending about $1,400 a month for internet because that's what the rent was. That's what the, the phone and the internet and everything was. And it's like, you know, we have to make some decisions. And so you know, we let go of the loft. I got my hair cut like yours so I could look more like you. It's not going to make it any thicker, but, uh, you know, it, it's a time of change and it's fall and it's like, we've done this before. So, you know, what, let's talk about what's changing for you guys. I think we want to talk about the why as much as things change, how important communication is like yeah. communication cannot good communication. And I, and this is not a plug, but I will say the number one thing that has been critically important for us in communication with our patients from March through today has been weave. Yeah. Being able to have that constant message that's consistent that we can send out to our patients. Being able to communicate with a mask on. Yeah. You know, with your eyes, how do you still we have the, our thing is welcome home. Like this yeah. is our home. welcome. It's so hard. How do you welcome people when you've got this thing on your face all the time, you know? So yeah. it's, it's maintaining that constant, consistent message throughout with everybody. And I think that, you know, we were talking about this earlier. There's so much change and so much fear and fear is an acronym for false evidence appearing real. So every time somebody comes out with something that's big about like, this is what's happening or how, how fearful we should be in dentistry, somebody else loses an amazing team member. And, you know, we, I just wrote an, an article about this and we lost an amazing hygienist. Now, here's the truth. She was expecting a baby in July. So when this thing happened, she said, I don't know that I'll come back. 
But then even post-COVID, it's her first child. I do not blame her. Let me go on record saying I do not blame her. What I know is that there are so many people that are frightened, though. I think that communication, when I talk about how, and, and you know the story, my mother had a stroke, right? So she couldn't communicate very well. So she was very intentional with her, her face, her eyes, and she asked questions. She would ask the questions so that you had to share what was going on, and then she could, she could actually communicate. So for me, I think that like, we get so caught up in the details. Oh, I've got to file insurance. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And, and we forget that there's one thing, one thing that's critical, communication with your team, with each other, with your patients, you know, and we, the, the one that Kathy, that we did that we talk about where um, we have to meet their expectations when they're at their highest and they're at their highest at that initial visit and that phone call. Yeah, that phone call. Well, right now they're at their highest the first time we see them again. Yes. or when they're in our office. So it's like all those details that we know have to be done, we're looking at it differently. I had a call with a group the other day that's an outsourcing for anything admin. And so I was, I was listening to the different things they do and they almost have like full-time help, but most of us don't need full-time, but we need somebody to do some of this. Their, their stuff is so incredible. I don't know where you could get an experienced person to file um, correctly claims daily to refile and resubmit and do all this for under, under $16. And that's how this service works out. I mean, it's like you could have almost a full-time person for that. And, and I never, you know, we don't want somebody outside touching our patients, right. but if somebody can push the buttons and do that and I can love them, I mean, all of a sudden I'm looking at everything different. Isn't that, isn't that it? We're looking at how simple we should make this this interaction that we have with our patients. Yes, and it, it's really, like you say, when they come back in for the first time, it is. It's, it's like a whole new experience for them because they're looking to see what's different, yeah. what's the same, what, what sense of safety do I feel? Because yeah. they've been hearing all this stuff about what's going on out in the world. So they're coming to us to see, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Sure. And we have a new face at the front desk. Our daughter moved back from St. Louis and she's working That's out. That's cool. Desk. Yeah. So now we have Monica, uh, the new face at the front desk. And so she's going out, reading all the patients, taking all the temperatures, taking new patient phone calls. So now they're... See, it's a full-time thing. Yeah. It really is. But it's great that you could get somebody who, you know, because you think, like I've heard doctors say, well, I'm just going to hire some college kid for that, or I'm just going to do this. And that's all fine and good. But again, that's that initial contact. Right. So I think that person's got to have, and, and obviously she's your daughter. She's got a vested interest, right? She right. loves what you guys do. So I think that it's important to think about the person that's going to do that. I mean, really spend some time. Absolutely. And I'll tell you something that's, that I find, you know, we say all the time when it comes to communication, listen to what I'm saying watch what I'm doing. And it's so funny because the other day somebody said to her, Oh my God, you sound just like your mother. And she's like, I've been listening to her for how many years? Yeah. Like I, I listen to what she says all the time. And so for her, she's already got that training. Yeah. Of those soft skills that she's been listening to for how many years? That's so interesting. Cause you know, we just got back from a, a road trip to Utah to CJC and we were talking and I was listening to him and it's like, it's that same thing. You know, at 21, he says, help me understand how that's going to make a difference, you know, or tell me more about that mom. You know, it's like, 
I think he just, he grew up in it, right? And he was telling, we were, I, had a, I had a few meetings with some technology companies while I was out there and he was like, you should let me go to, go to that one with you because I can tell them how serious you are about how the phones get answered. But I mean, I, I had to laugh because we, we have said this for a long time. It's not what we do, it's who we are. You know, I mean, I believe that that kind of communication uh, is powerful. I know that it's powerful, but I believe that it's authentic when it's, we talk about like, listen to my thoughts and not my words, you know, even from our phone scripting that says, you know, how long has it been since you've been here versus, have you been to our office? You know, like, don't you remember me? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I was just there last week, right? So, because there's so much confusion and even with the we pop up and the other softwares that you know who you're talking to and, and caller ID, it's still, we're multitasking. So we're in the middle of something, we're reaching for something. So to be able to always say that and then say, well, let me first, well, I haven't been there at all. Well, let me first say you call the right place. I think about how powerful this is. And Ella and our office manager, I was listening to her the other day. And I thought, that's really cool. She said, well, let me be the very first one at Major Smiles to welcome you. She said the same thing, but it was her words, right? And so I think that's the thing that we've talked about so much about like, you've got to own You've got to own the result and the, the, the intentions behind the communication for it to work. Yes. And I think, you know, one thing that we have found, and I think it's so important right now, people are so worried about all of the other work in the office, the extra sterilization that they may have to do, or like you say, taking temperatures and all that. But I think what they forget is that we still need to be training our teams. That's this, not guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. They are looking yeah. for us to give them that message to communicate because yeah. sometimes they don't know what that message is. No. So it's our job right now to make sure that during this time, we are still taking the time for training, yeah. still giving a consistent message throughout the office. And yeah. that's intentional. That takes, that takes intentional time set aside from your schedule, which sure. doctors are afraid to do, but it's the best time that you can yeah. spend. It's interesting that you say that because I've seen a spike in, um, you know, groups, companies, people that are interested in our online stuff because, you know, we don't actively try to market it to a lot of people. That's not our goal. My goal is I want it to be a value add for something else like the surgeons that we work with or, or a society or whatever. And it's their value add. We do great job. We do a lot of great training, but then how do we implement it? So that was what it was. But what's interesting is, is I think that now that people have figured out that like, we're not going to have meetings right away. And yeah. you know, the, how we communicate, some of this soft skill stuff is bigger than it's ever been. Yes. And just, just the stuff that you and I have developed over the last year over the open chair fee and how we use that. It's like nobody now all of a sudden it's like, wait, what do you mean open chair fee? And it's like, it has never been more important. I think now it's more important than it's ever been because we can't just be also Rand in our communication because everybody's doing that, right? Um, we, we have to be, we have to be different. You know, having somebody that turns into same day dentistry has never been more important, right? Because I'm here, can we just do it now? And understanding how to communicate that so that they don't feel like they had to wait and so that you can actually plan for it and do those things. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a lot of training. And I think everybody thought it was going to, we were going to get all that, you know, uh, webinar or Zoom call death. And then all of a sudden, you know, it would be different. And uh, maybe, you know, we would be, we would be done. And what I know is, I mean, I've seen a spike. I mean, I have people asking now actively about, you know, how do we get your, how do we get your course content? 
And so right. that's been really neat because, you know, you can do a Zoom call like this and kick off with a team and it's socially distant and um, they've got the, you know, the stuff to, to implement. But it's, it's really neat because of the way that we've done it in the past and now the way that we'll get to do it, you know, going forward. I think it's made a big difference. It's going to make a huge difference. And we just had our first real big team meeting, all day meeting last Friday. And I have to tell you that at the end of the day, those girls walked out of there and there was a different lilt in their step. They missed that direction. They missed that connection. And they're looking for answers. They're looking yeah. for what do we tell our patients now? What yeah. is this going to look like? How can we assure them? And yeah. like you say, when you have that communication, you have the tools, you have a script, basically, yeah. to be able to give them, and they get to put their own personal twist on that. Yeah. It gives everybody in the office a sense of confidence and comfort. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Well, we've had, you know, like I said, we've had, we've had so much change with everything that's gone on. And I think that, um, you know, understanding, we're not the only ones. I mean, you and I have talked about it. It's like, I, I, I mean, it gets, it gets upsetting. I mean, it, we, I will speak specifically to a spouse right now, just because I, we don't normally do that. But right now I want to say the stress that these doctors are under is different. It is yeah. different. And um, you and I have talked about it. I mean, I feel it. I know that there's a difference and I know that the team does, but I also know that he works really hard Um to not try and um, upset them and have them, you know, be worried or be concerned. And so we get the leftovers sometimes. I mean, that's yeah. the truth. And that's not a bad thing. We're, we're in it for the long haul. But I think about, you know, um, people really having an understanding of we can't get away from it. No, this is what we signed up for. Yeah. You and know, it's, we, uh, it's what we signed up for. And, and, um, we have broad shoulders some days, you know, and sure. you have to have somebody that you can pick up the phone and call. Yeah. And, and that you can just kind of vent to sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and that's, what's been so important with our relationship is that we understand the walk that we're each, each going on. And so um, I encourage everybody out there, if you can find that person that you can call, pick up the phone and call no matter what, they'll yeah. always be there for you. No judgment. No. You know, and I think we, we found a lot of, um, um, solace and, you know, friendship and that sort of thing in the do crew, the yes. DEW dental entrepreneur women. Absolutely. And if you're watching and you're not familiar with that and you are a dental entrepreneur woman, or you are a, um, spouse of a dental entrepreneur woman, I would urge you to go online, join the online movement and you know get the magazine and that sort of thing because it, it it has allowed us to have some really unique friendships yes and I, other know, women that feels is the coffee chats like on wednesday mornings they have the coffee chats yeah. people pop in when they're available and pop out and it's a great place of a, a great um avenue for running things by people they bring creative ideas yeah. they bring problems it's it's really a great group of ladies yeah it really is and you know it's it's small enough that you don't feel like you're airing your laundry you know to oh, a, yeah. a group Absolutely. you don't know you know, they're, they're still small enough on at least on the coffee chats that I've been on and just the ones that we've done. Well, I think that, um, so the, the, my pivot, I mean, I think about this, like I've gone from, you know, being on the road a lot and doing seminars to now 
And it's really interesting. I think about like for years, you know, I've said I'm not a coach or consultant. And what I have learned over this thing is that I really am and I'm really good at it. Yes. But the, my audience, I'm not a coach or consultant for necessarily the dental practices. I've become, you know, morphed into this coach or consultant for these companies that have a product or service that they want to sell to our practices because I have a big crap detector. You know, I'm looking for what's wrong with it. And with the work I'm doing with Travis Rogers, you know, and, and Dr. DDS, it's been really neat because I get to see some really cool technologies and services and products that are coming out. And at the same time, I get to use the same thing I know, which is how do I protect, how do I protect our practice and our people from somebody else just trying to sell something else, right? And um, also be able to see some things that are really neat, unique, gonna be great for dentistry that, that they're just starting because they believe, they've listened to what's happened over COVID and they have, um, they have a solution to a pain point, which is the whole thing about the outsourcing. When I was talking, listening to this company the other day, I mean, it's incredible. You know, for the talent that they can bring for that fee. You know, it's like, yes. why are they doing it? It's pretty crazy. Well, it's, so, it's one of those things that works in the background so we can care for our patients in the foreground. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I mean, it's a thing that we've said, right? Yeah. I mean, That's you've what got is for. Yeah. yeah. We, can, we have that time to focus on that patient. We have that technology back there to do those things so that we can free our mind and be here with you face to face. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really, um, it's really powerful, extremely powerful. So um, what shall we leave our viewers with today? Besides cheers. Cheers. We miss Besides you. Cheers. We yes. see you on the road. We miss everybody. Um, what should we leave our, you know what? Have faith. Yeah. yeah. Have faith. Yeah. We will get through this. We will be stronger on the other side. Yeah. I believe that. Um, there's something for us all to learn from this. And the beauty for me has been that the amount of time that people have been able to spend with their families. Yeah. It's, oh, I mean, for and me. You never get that. That's made a huge difference. I think that we have to think about um, when we stop having faith and we stop believing and looking for the purpose in what's happening, like looking for what is, what am I supposed to learn from this? I mean, whatever you've gone through, because, you know, I'm coming up on the anniversary of my stroke and I think, what have I learned from this? And, you know, that stroke prepared me for what happened with the pandemic. I would have been a wreck had my speaking schedule crashed like that. Yeah. But it allowed me to understand that there's nothing worth my life. Nothing. No. And so now, you know, it's like, like you said, those moments with the kids and grandkids are a little sweeter. Yes. The, uh, the moments, you know, with a, just a family meal are a little sweeter. Chuck and I took this road trip, you know, 11 days in the RV to Utah and back. And it's like, you know, he's been practicing 38 years. He's never taken more than a week off ever. And so it's kind of like, it just makes you realize, um, how simply we can live, you know, oh, what a simple life. Learned that. Yeah. Yeah. And how special a simple life can be. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Really is. Well, uh, it's been great. We look forward to seeing you soon. We hope to see you on the road or on the web. We'll settle for on the web right now. Yeah. And uh, Kathy, what else would you add? I would just say, you know, like, like I said, faith over fear. It's going to get us through. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. It's really been great. Okay. Well, thanks for being with us. We look forward to seeing you on the road or on the web. Thank you. Bye.
Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. And we look forward to seeing you on the road. Signing off live from Aggieland, this is Mel on Air.